The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, Tail Varsity. We're presented by Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, historian, author, Hall of Famer, uh, Mr. Husker Football, Mike Babcock. We've got to get an emoji chain that says all of what I just said and just put that out there for Mr. Mike Babcock and then maybe a, you know, a Grateful Dead dancing bear or something like that at MD Babs on Twitter is where you find him. Babbers, how we doing? Hey, I'm doing okay. Uh, yeah, wish it was a little warmer, but that's okay. <laughs> Save here. I'm not gonna. I'm keeping the stocking hat on. Don't worry, Babbers. Uh, February's right around the corner. It's it's looking up for us. Oh, well, good here. That's the worst part about February is you always get tired of that cold weather in January, and then February hits you and it just gets even worse. They always sneak in a sixty or seventy degree day or two in February just to mess with the uh, <laughs> the the old sinuses. And you say and they? Who are you referring to? They. The Almighty is <laughs> <laughs> where I'm going. With I thought that. you were going to go with like a weather conspiracy theory on something. You, but... Someone's pressing a button somewhere. Mike, uh, football. Let's start there. And Elijah and I were, were chatting a little bit uh, about some some key spots for this spring. And can either go position group or or player that you're wondering about, or maybe thinking, you know, what this is going to be key. I mean, it seems like every other day there's either somebody new in the portal back when the portal was open, or you're getting a, a recruit in that, that may have a chance to, to, to flash and uh, may may see some time. I don't know that, that Rule and company are going to lean on young pups in there, so to speak, but there's a lot of options. There's more options, 37 new players that are going to be a part of this spring workout. And, uh, you know, we look at the defensive side of the ball with a new defense and any guys that you think uh, have a big spring in front of them? It's always big, but you've, you've got a new set of eyes on you. Well, you know, I can't keep track of all the guys that are that are coming in here and what kind of competition that's going to present with the newcomers. But obviously, every time we discuss this, I always say, you know, who's going to be the people up front, mm-hmm. the offensive line, the defensive line. And it's going to be a little bit different now with – with uh, Coach White's uh, defense, uh, with a three-three-five, that's going to be a whole different kind of a thing. So even guys that are coming back uh, are going to have to make some adjustments. Are going to have to fit into a different kind of a system. So you look at Luke Reimer, you look at Nick Henrich, and uh, you think, you know, how is it? How are their positions going to change? Even though they're experienced guys, um, how are they going to have to fit into this new system? Uh, Offensive line, I think, is important. For me, competition at quarterback is, you know, that's always going to be a high-profile position. Um, with Sims coming in and uh, uh, Casey Thompson returning, uh, you've got some competition there, I would think. And then, uh, you know, some of the guys that, uh, that carry over, they're going to be in the competition too. Um, and I, I get the sense from what uh, uh, Rule said that it's going to be an open competition there. 
So pretty much, you can pretty much take any position group, I think, and define it as, well, this is going to be interesting because new coaching staff, new guys coming in, how's the competition going to be? Nobody has a job, you would guess, until you get to the end of the spring and maybe not even at the end of the spring. You know, you've got fall camp, too, to, to determine some things. And when guys get here in the fall, that's going to make another – that's going to make a difference as well. So we, we, I, it, it's hard to say one position group. That's what I'm saying. We were, we were wondering about th- that edge, right, because you got, you got uh, Butler and Gunnarsson that are your holdovers. Uh, they've not seen a ton of time, but they – haven't really disappointed in small, 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 small sample sizes. And then you go SEC shopping for, for some more edge bodies that are coming in, some some high-profile guys and a guy like uh, Chief and a guy like Sherman off the edge. Add Judy to that list, too. Yeah, Judy's uh, another lineman that we're, we're excited about just because of what he was supposed to be at A&M. Yeah, and, and you know, that's one thing that, that – I think as dramatic as the change is the change to the base defense. You know, three three five. That's not something that we've seen here, um, and that's a whole different kind of a thing. Although, uh, you know, I guess guys can adjust. They adjust the the alignment depending upon what the offense does. I mean, it's it's flexible uh, in, in that sense. But I think that's going to be really interesting to see how that uh, evolves. Although, if you look at it, Nebraska's defense has been decent the last couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's more like the uh, the the penalties and the uh, turnovers, and uh, you know the offense being able to be consistent on on a consistent basis. So maybe we're looking at at some things with the offense uh, first and foremost. Mike Babcock's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio, and Mike, I want to get your thoughts on uh, something that I hit on back in the uh, the first segment and. You have probably have a much different perspective on it than me, and I'm not sure if you listened to our first segment, but I want to pick your brain for a second. Do you know off the top of your head how many academic All-Americans Nebraska's had in the past decade? The football team, that is. I'm sorry, it locked up there. What was that? How many academic All-Americans What was it? In, in the past decade, do you know off the top of your head how many Nebraska's had? Oh, no, I don't know off the top of my head, but I know that Nebraska always prides itself in having the most academic All-Americans, and there, there's a significant number of those. Uh, Mike seems to have frozen on us. Yeah, he went uh, San Solo, I think. Babbers. Oh, oh. We cut out, didn't we? You, now we're Now we're good. Uh, yeah, just want to have something of substance to say. It goes. It, and then it's I forget right. what it was of substance I needed to say. The importance of academic All-Americans on the football team, though. I think that's where you're going. You know, I, you know, I, fe- I feel like it, I started to say this, I guess, that Nebraska has always been ahead of the curve on that kind of thing. I mean, and going going back a long time, you know, that was one of the things that, that Osborne emphasized. And, you know, I think it's important because it's student-athlete. It's not just athlete. You know, there's a student aspect to it. And the commitment that you have in the classroom, I think, carries over into the commitment that you have on the football field. And that's why I think it's important. Mike, would you be surprised if I told you there's only been one academic All-American from the football team within the past decade? 
I would be surprised that, yeah, and that that would not fit into the the overall picture. Nebraska has always been really good at that. So that's that's not something that uh, that strikes me. And, you know, it could be the change in mentality, I, I think. But Nebraska has always prided itself on that. It's, it surprises me. Yes, it does. See, and it was back in 2017, it was Chris Weber, the linebacker, who was Nebraska's last academic All-American. And I guess – the heart of my question here is, is, and you touched on it briefly, is, is this just the changing world of college football and what we're seeing, or is this the fact that Nebraska's had people in charge that didn't quite emphasize the things that made Nebraska so great throughout the, the 80s and the 90s? That's a good question. I think it's, it, it's probably part, a little bit of both because I think the, the world is changing, obviously, in athletics, no question about that, in a lot of significant ways. But I still think that Again, they remain their student athletes. It's not just athlete. You don't. And I know there are some who come here, and that's their whole uh, focus. Is I'm an athlete. I'm looking to go to the NFL and football. I'm looking to go to the NBA, uh, WNBA, whatever it is, uh, professional. That's my focus. Um, but uh, I think it's really important still to have that academic focus because, again, I think that focus there carries over onto what you do on the football field. Mike, let's focus on basketball when Northwestern tips off with Nebraska tonight. I think Northwestern's favored by just shy of three. Uh, they are a little resurgent. This team's a lot like their tournament team that Collins took them to five, six years ago. And Nebraska keeps getting punched in the face with injuries and insult. And the big picture, though, of Fred Hoiberg and, and his job year four, folks like this team, they root for this team, and they, they, they want it to work. Um, how much do you think you should take into consideration the, the, the bad luck or the, the injuries this year when we look at the final tally? Well, I think you have to take into consideration the injuries because they've had a couple of really significant ones to lose those guys. I think that the Huskers have been really scrappy in the way that they've played. I think they've played well defensively in most situations. Um, that's a positive, but you know how frustrating it can get for fans. And you look at it and say, well, you know, we haven't had a winning season for X number of years. You know, this needs to change. We've got to get uh, we've got to get somewhere, uh, and I, it's probably not going to be where uh, fans would like it to be this season because of where it is right now. Although, again, Elijah's got him going to the NIT, so um, at least we got him we got him there, right? Hey, that was before the injuries. I'm not so sure now, Mike. <laughs> I mean, they they've got. Uh, we were talking last week, seven and five, six and six, probably get you. Uh, well, not to the dance, but it gets you at least postseason. And, and, but now but the, I think question, that looks really hard. The question becomes, with, with that defense, I mean, your two best defensive players out for the rest of the year, where does the offense come from? Because if you can't make up from the defensive end, the, the points have got to come from somewhere. To points have been hard to come by anyway. Teams. Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. It, the offense has struggled at times where the defense has kind of been the thing that holds it together a little yeah. to some degree and, and now losing these guys, that's, that's not good. Um, but it's the, you know, the big 10 is very competitive. So um, 
you know, where you fit in the Big Ten. Uh, the Big Ten might have a lot of teams that qualify for postseason play, um, and it, it, the record may not be that spectacular, but um, Nebraska still, I think, is in a position where it could get could get there, but this is a this is a blow losing these guys big time without uh, bandamel and and of course gary mike about 30 seconds the new issue has dropped what's in the new magazine with hail varsity um a lot of good stuff about uh, matt rule the uh, you know travel to get to where he is here at nebraska uh and some information on you know where the coordinators what what, what they had done in the past season you know what their emphasis had been statistically um, you see how they did. Uh, Brandon Vogel is a master of that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, looks pretty good. Can't it's wait for it. Very focused. Yeah, it'll be a good look. Uh, HailVarsity.com backslash uh, uh, offer is where you go to get that subscription, the magazine, the digital, and bundle them up and enjoy. Mike, we'll check in next week. Thanks for a few minutes today, bud. Let's have some warm weather. <laughs> Babber's going to bundle up. <laughs>